0: Pray the, lang- the language. Speak the language. It's opening the portals of your spirit to receive the engrafted word of God, which is able to save our souls from destruction and which is able to prosper our lives. sadabaha. In Indeleke balakatala mahadala katala bah, handele katala ba beleko zemeleke lenema hadema zaya kataya mondine ne henteke zeyante lamukaba embeleko hante kapa andalaba baba dalaba indelele basa kele muzabrakata beka tekele katele imala mama mama bahaya imolo sadabaha Ade
1: Te-na-me-re-na-wa-se te na me Ça me E eu vou saber já God with a good clap offering. I
0: continue on the series of greatness. This month is a month of greatness, and I began on Tuesday. I told you people I'm going to start on Tuesday, and I preached the first message on the subject on Tuesday, and I told them a lot of things which I can't go over. You can go back to our page on Facebook and watch it. And there are some links that they can project later on in the service where all our messages are uploaded. You can also watch wherever you are. But this morning, I'm preaching on greatness part two. Greatness part two. The subject is, are you prepared for greatness? Are you prepared for greatness? If you are clapping, clap well. Are you prepared for greatness? Ask somebody, are you prepared for greatness? Or ask that next person, are you prepared for greatness? And ask yourself, am I prepared for greatness? If you fail to plan, someone says you have planned to fail. The same way, if you fail to prepare, you have prepared yourself To fail. Follow the teaching. What you don't prepare for, you have actually signed up to forfeit it. If you don't prepare for greatness, you have signed up to forfeit it. Or you have signed out of greatness. The problem God has with his church and with you and I, Is that we prepare for nothing, but we wish for everything. I'm preaching. We prepare for nothing, but we wish for everything. Even God, before he would desire to create the sun and the stars and the moon, he had to prepare an atmosphere for them, so he created the skies first. You cannot have what you have not prepared for. And you cannot enjoy the blessing you have not prepared for. I see this teaching changing somebody's life forever. There are no secrets to success. There is no mysterious hidden secret to success. Why do I say so? Success is the resource of three things. When these three things are in place, there is no way a man, whether a believer or an unbeliever, will not be successful. Number one, preparation. Preparation. Adequate preparation positions a man to be great or to succeed or to be fruitful. Number two, hard work. Take out laziness from your life and you are positioned to become great. I'm here to see a great man who isn't a hard worker. So for you to be a lazy man, Is for you to sign up to fail. No matter the anointing oil you were bathed with. I'm preaching. The third one is learning from your failures. If you're a man who learns from your failures, your mistakes, your errors, if you are a learning man, You are on your path to greatness. A man who repeats his mistakes is a man who is not determined to be great. So your mistake yesterday must not remain with you today else you will not be great tomorrow. I'm teaching. Your greatness is a product of your preparation in life. The question is, are you prepared for greatness? Are you preparing for greatness? And what preparations have you made for greatness? Give the Lord a good clap, offering. Your greatness will never manifest if you don't prepare for it. It is not possible for a man to be great suddenly. No, it can't happen. You cannot wake up tomorrow and you are great. The seed of greatness is already in you. I proved it on Tuesday. You should go on our page and watch it and get the understanding in that. So, you you don't need to pray to be great. God made you to be great. So, for your information, God is expecting you to manifest greatness because he has put that seed in you. Maybe in the course of the message, I'll chip a bit in it. So, it's not like some people are great because God wanted them to be great. No. Everyone born of the Spirit, the seed of greatness, Is already in you. So stop fasting and praying that God make me a great person. God's intention and the way God fabricated you. You don't buy an aeroplane for you to take it to the workshop for them to make it to fly. It was already made to fly. You don't know how to fly it. That is why it is not flying. But you were made to be great. If you prepare for greatness, you will be great. And I pray for somebody that after this morning service, your mind will be screwed and directed on a path that will keep your conscience in preparation for that greatness. Somebody say, I am the one. and Give the Lord a good clap, offering. friend. Unusual achievement is preceded by unusual preparation. I don't think Tyson Fury was casual in his preparation to meet Wilder. Because on the average, most predictions went for the letter. And I thought that the letter was going to be Tyson. Because I like the way the guy blows. His blows are dangerous. In their first fight, he gave Tyson a blow. We all thought that was the end of the fight. How many of you watched it? The first one. The guy was down. Everybody thought it was over. Even Wilder had started smiling. The referee was counting and counting. By the eighth one, then the guy came conscious. That means the blow was, it took, Tyson into unconsciousness. <laughs> and when he got up, he managed to fight her, and they drew that fight. So he knew that if he doesn't over prepare, he will lose the fight. And he said it, that he prepared to knock the guy out and he knocked him out. What you don't prepare for, you cannot pray to have. Preaching. You want to achieve the Lord, you want to manifest the word, you must prepare for it. I am the head and not the tail. I am the head and not, the... and you are sleeping all day. You do nothing, you are preparing for nothing, you are living anyhow, you are careless, you waste your time, waste your energy, waste everything, and you are quoting scripture. You are mockery. Are you here? On Saturday, I told the single ladies that oil does not work on an empty head. Like madmen will be presidents. Are you here with me? Like madmen on the street, you go and annoy them and they become presidents. The efficacy of the oil is only manifested on men who are prepared and I pray that you will prepare. I said, I pray that you will prepare for what God wants to do with your life. Somebody celebrate God with a clap, offering. Oh friend. The, inter- the interesting thing about it is that God cannot prepare for you. God cannot plan for you. What do you want to see 10 years from today? God cannot plan it for you. God has given us the compass, the cardinal pointer, which is his will and his word in the Bible. is for everybody, including Muslims. Are you with me? But God cannot plan your life. I mean, what I mean is that the, every architect has a technical knowledge. If you want to build a certain house, you give them your desire or what you are looking out for. You don't put in technical knowledge. You just give them, I want a 10-story building, 55 bedrooms, a waterfall on the 34th floor, (laughs) a gym here, a, a, a video center here, a children's playground on the 47th floor. 25 lifts. And i say, Oh, my friend, my friend, I know you have money, but this one is not possible. You had the hotel containing the quarantine patients in China. Eh? It's collapsed. How? Something, technical error in somewhere. Hmm. So there is a Technical knowledge which you don't supply. That was supplied by the word. So if you are planning, you go by the word. So the word of God is available for you, for me, for me, for you, for you all. But you see, whoever is ready to plan his life can have access to the word. Unfortunately, many of us in church are not planning our life. And God will not sit down with pen and paper and plan your life. The plans that I have for you, they are good. It's not the planning, but the plan. Are you in church? It's not the planning, but the plan. So God has a prototype, but you must plan to key into that plan. And it is your responsibility to plan your life in such a way that the spirit of God will locate you and use you to bring glory to himself. If you are clapping, you clap. I'm going to take you somewhere this morning. If you fail to prepare, God fails to manifest. Until the Israelites obeyed God, that on every doorpost of your neighborhood, paint it with the blood of an animal. If you don't paint it and the spirit of death enters your house, you can't blame God. The painting of the doorpost was their preparation for divine manifestation. Are you with me? So if you don't paint your doorpost, you can't say God is not powerful. If you fail to prepare, you will not see God's power manifest. That is maybe the reason why you are frustrated in life. There is no planning, therefore there is no divine manifest. But I'm praying for somebody this morning that in 2020, you will see God manifest in your life. It means you will plan and get yourself aligned to the will of God. What are you prepared for today? If today an opportunity comes, what are you prepared for? Nothing. We are not prepared for anything today. And we are not preparing for anything tomorrow. Are you with me? Before Nehemiah could build the temple, when he landed in town, he started moving in the night, house to house, gathering workers, talking to people, to buy into it. What was that? Preparation for what God has said he wants to do. He didn't just go, no, he went on the side and started, no, 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 no. He went house to house. Telling the people, the house of God must be built, the wall of Jerusalem must, must be raised. It is a disgrace to God. And God has sent me to come and raise this thing by your help. Call people, tell people. Don't tell these kind of people, but be silent. Get your weapons, both on work and to battle. And they were gathering. By the time he got enough numbers, because Sambalat and Tobias who show up, You must prepare because your Sambalat and Tobias will show up. If God will lay a table before you in the presence of your enemies, it is because you prepared for battle. So when the table is laid and your enemies want to fight, God knows that you are far above them. I'm praying for you this morning that you will not waste your time. You will not waste your energy. You will not waste your resources in 2020. But out of the strength of the Spirit of God, in your spirit, you will prepare adequately, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Somebody give the Lord a good clap, offering. Oh Jesus used 30 years of his life To prepare for a three and a half years of ministry. It doesn't make sense. But today, we are still seeing the impact of that three and a half years of ministry. Out of a 33 and a half years lifespan. What you prepare for is what you can handle. What you prepare for? I cannot lift metals because I was lifting when I was a child and I stopped. So if you bring me, sir, I won't try it. I won't try. But some of you can't lift it because you are prepared. And when you go to the gym and your instructor, your instructor will not start you with higher kilograms of weight. He starts you small. And not the lifting, but a general workout. You are not prepared for that heavy due blessing. God will never give it to you no matter how much you cry. Because you qualify for the answers you need. Hmm. You Fasting and prayer does not necessarily compel God to do something against his will. No. He will not. If it is in his will. And a demonic force or a limitation is blocking it. Your fasting and prayer will be forceful. But you see, if it is in his, against his will and you want it, he will not do it. David got Bathsheba pregnant out of adultery. Killed the woman's husband by schemes on the battlefield. Sin twice. And the prophet came to tell him, God said, He's going to kill this child. He started fasting. Dry fasting. No water. No food. The king was on the floor. God have mercy. God have mercy. I'm sure the third day he, he 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 didn't even have voice. Just like Hannah. But if you sound like Hannah, it doesn't mean you get the miracle of Hannah. Because what he was doing was against the will of God. So the fasting and prayer, God still killed. The message came against: I will kill the child. He said, oh, go and get me food to eat. <laughs> and he ate. Can you imagine if he continued fasting and praying, he would die in vain. And people say, "Ah, but he was fasting to God. How can God kill such a... Because what we are doing is against the will of God. Tell somebody, prepare. Say, prepare. Abraham Lincoln said one day, listen, I quote, Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I will spend the first four hours to sharpen my axe. Did you understand? Give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will use the first four hours to sharpen my axe. Your axe is blunt. That is why it seems like the tree is not cutting. I'm sure a black man will use two hours or one hour fast. <laughs> He's going to cut. And you realize that even somebody who spent five hours to sharpen the axe, one hour, the, the tree will come down. Life is not a competition. It's a race set for you. You can't run somebody's race. Therefore, you must prepare for your race. Because the energy and the skill you need for your race may be different from the energy and the skill your brother or your sister will need. Tell somebody, prepare. Tell somebody, prepare. What are you preparing for in your tomorrow? I know today you are not in good position financially. I know today nobody respects you. I know today you have no voice. I know today you may not be wise. But what are you preparing for your tomorrow? I know if I ask you, what do you want to become? You have what to tell me. But I want to know whether you are preparing towards what you have been praying for, towards what you have been desiring. Church, you can wish things and they will never come to pass because you never prepared for them. Make the Lord help us all. How are you preparing for greatness? Greatness is a seed in you, not a promise. For Abraham, it was a promise. I showed them yesterday, on Tuesday, in Genesis 12, verse 1, 2. God told Abraham, I will make you great. It was a promise. But in the case of Adam, it was not a promise. It was something that was part of the creation of Adam. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Quickly, I'm just chipping in Tuesday's message as I wrap up. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. So, right from creation, Adam has something in him that can become fruitful and that can multiply. That means that Adam didn't need a promise from God. God didn't say, eh, I will make you multiply. It was a command. Your boss, now look at me. Your boss, you are the peer of your boss. Typing and releasing circulars and communiques and all that. Your boss can give you a command. Send this circular. All ladies are meeting the sea at 4 p.m. If your boss knows you don't have the power and the ability to do it he will not command you you qualify for that command so for God to look at Adam and say Adam be fruitful and multiply it means that that seed of greatness was already in Adam and the state of Adam is the original state that God intended man to be. But when Adam fell, he lost that grace. But thank God the second and the last Adam in Jesus Christ came to restore that blessing. And I'm praying for you in that name of Jesus that you will be fruitful, you will multiply, you will greatly increase, you will become great because in you is the greatness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a clap offering in the house. So we see in Luke chapter 31 verse 32. He said, thou shalt conceive with a seed in thy womb. And you will call his name Jesus. For he shall be great. 32. He shall be great. He shall be great. For he shall be great. So it's not he shall be great. It's different from I will make him great. Yes or no? different. So in that, if if Jesus carried the sea, and we are a product of our faith in him, you shall be great. Your amen is not strong. I said you shall be great. I said you shall be great. I don't care your background. I don't care What you can see, and I don't care what you can believe, whether you believe it or you don't believe it, the seed of greatness is deep down in you. Second Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 17. He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That word new is the word kinder. Say kinder. Say kinder. And that word talks about fresh. So, your old version is not considered now. It is your new version that God engages now. But sometimes the enemy wants to engage your old version because he knows he cannot tamper with your new version. Your new version carries the seed of greatness. Your new version carries the seed of honor. Your new version carries the seed of power. Your new version carries the seed of success because God blessed that new version. God declared fruitfulness. God declared increase. And you cannot settle... For what God, you cannot settle less For what God has said about your life You would have wasted the power of God You would have wasted the grace of God And therefore I charge you in the name of Jesus You will live here to go and prepare For that greatness God has said ahead of you Receive the grace of God To prepare for that greatness Somebody shout, I receive it Preparation You can clap Preparation is the womb of greatness. If you can prepare, you can become great. If you can prepare, you can become great. 10 years from today, if God said I'm giving you the opportunity to become the president of Ghana, can you? Are you here? 10 years from today if god is saying i'm going to make you the u.n secretary general can you are you preparing i know you are praying for that but are you preparing because they will not just come and pick you because you're a beautiful lady in ghana we want a u.n secretary general qualification that she must be very beautiful have you seen some before have you seen some before even common clerk, when they are looking for them, have you seen he must be very handsome? Some of you, most of your bosses are not uh, beautiful in, by your standard. But they are the people determining your salary. Without them, you can't go and live. They can say, You can't go and live. Then you pull out your bought my ticket, I have to go and say, No, you cannot go. Greatness is not partial, greatness navigates and gravitate towards individuals who are prepared for greatness. You are clapping as if you are not convinced. I saw a Malaysian proverb. It says that prepare the umbrella before it rains. That is very informative. Prepare the umbrella before it rains. You don't begin to look for umbrella. <laughs> you must have it. Prepare. We are having too many young people preparing for nothing tomorrow. They are preparing for nothing tomorrow. Going through the motions of routine daily activity. And prepare. if you are preparing for nothing, you have all the time to spare. Prepare for something. Be in preparation for something. Be in preparation for an opportunity because when opportunity meets preparation, there is total manifestation. I pray for you this morning. I didn't come to put you in emotions, I came to engage your mind and your heart and your willpower. That when you leave this place, you must have one agenda. I am preparing for greatness. I declare the grace of God upon your life that from this very moment, something will rise up in you something to rouse your spirit that it is time to prepare for greatness ahead. Celebrate God with a good clap offering. Preparation is becoming ready for what you have desired, for what you have wished, and for what you have prayed for. Preparation is becoming ready for what you have wished, for what you have desired, And for what you have prayed for. Proper preparation will always receive glorious manifestations. You can't receive from God what you have not prepared for. It's not possible. That's why that prayer is not being answered. That's the truth. Now listen to me. Will you ever buy an airplane for your five-year-old child? He said, "Daddy, I want to drive. I want to uh, pilot an, uh, an aeroplane. I want to fly it, and I want to fly it. Even you will not buy a car for him to drive. I want to drive car. Will you buy? You are killed. It, it means that you signed a death um, warrant certificate. You've handed it over. David killed Uriah, not because Uriah wasn't skillful." Though. He killed him because he used military tactics. Uriah is one of the strongest, the most faithful, the most tactical military personnel in David's army. But you know what he did? He put him at a spot where the battle was fierce. A father would not do that. And told Joab let the army withdraw from him and let him fight that fierce battle alone. There are some prayers you are praying, God won't answer because if he answers, he's killing you. You are not prepared for it. Because every table set before you will command a certain level of enemy. If you are not prepared for graduate enemies, you will remain in primary breakthroughs. Because unto me. Now, if you want to be pastors, you should be ready to be criticized. Like today, somebody will go mmm, and then pastor will preach it. Yeah, man. He does, that, that pastor doesn't make sense. So he's just like screaming. Then you will hear it. What will you do? I'll go to their house and I'll deal with our power. You are not ready to pastor. You want to marry? Eh? I Me, mean, I can't take nonsense. You can't marry. Forget it. If you can't take nonsense, then you cannot marry. Because you have to develop a barrel to contain nonsense. If your marriage will you go far, what you are not prepared for. Never wait to receive because you won't get it. You can't receive from God what you have not prepared for. Trust you me. It was not the oil that made David. It was his preparation. It was not the oil. Please. Because if it was the oil, the oil was available in the prophet's hand. And there were sons of Jesse available. So being available doesn't mean that you are the preferred choice. Did you understand that? Or it it, it went too fast? Okay, let me play this and then I'll close with you. I couldn't enter into how to prepare. Always I'm not able to finish. Forgive me. But I've set you up for something. Yeah. Jesse had sons. Eliab, Abinadab, Shama, and more four. So there were seven available, but David was in the bush doing what? Taking care of the sheep, a place none of them have ever been. And God was looking for a man who would take care of the sheep of Israel. Are you following me? And if you are a king, you must go into battle. David had fought, fought lions, fought bears. When they came for a lamb, he left the rest and went to wrestle with the bear. Took the lamb alive. Samuel never had done that. Eliab had never done that. Abinadab had never done that. Even Jesse himself has never done that. But this was the youngest, the most handsome, being sent. If you see, I'll go to that. I won't chip it here. There are more things to say about greatness. Don't miss Tuesdays and Sundays. I'll be teaching it in and out because I can't screw only on Sunday. It's, it's too much. Some of you will not even go. The most handsome amongst them. You don't know? go. Mm-hmm. If David stood with them, you will look at David, not the others. But he was the one the father said, go. In the midst of thinking he was punishing the boy because it was believed that his mother was different from the rest. God turned the wickedness of man. What men thought it was evil, a man for evil, God turned it for his good. Sometimes God gave you that wicked boss to prepare you for a great thing tomorrow. Don't be in a hurry to resign. God is using him or her to build endurance and tenacity and building a setting by my boss man, at 8 p.m. on Sunday evening. He, she sends me that I should develop a proposal. We are going to meet the Ministry of Health. How can I at 7 a.m. Monday, and when you you finish and you brought it, she just tore it? What type of work is this? We need something better. Go back two hours, go and finish up. This boy is ungrateful. At least appreciate. I mean, tell me, oh, I've tried and I know you encourage. What encouragement? Who encourages the president? You want to be a president? Encourages the president. How many of you amongst this group have ever sent a message to encourage me? Less than 2%. So, you want to be a leader, you want to be a frontliner, you must prepare for the captains of men and the hammering of men, and yet you'll be strong to move forward. Prepare for greatness. For tomorrow, an opportunity will come. How many of you love Dr. Tabel? You love him, that's why you are here. You admire him. Can you stand the criticism he goes through? Some of you cannot even preach again. Rise up on your feet. If you clap, you better clap well. Give me Second Chronicles twenty seven, verse six. That was the next scripture I was coming to. I want us to read it together. One, two, go. No, 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 no. I was not preaching like that. One, two, go. Once again. I want us to pray right now, as you are holding your neighbor's hand, you are going to pray that God give us the mind, the willpower, the grace to prepare our ways before you for the greatness that you are about to send to us, for the greatness that you want to manifest through our our lives. Lord, prepare us. Uh, help us to prepare ourselves. Uh, help us to position ourselves. Uh, help us to invest into time to bring out a product out of us that will bring glory to you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Ask the Lord for grace. Ask the Lord for readiness of mind. A willing heart. A willing mind to pay the price to go the extra mile to go the extra mile in our academics, to go the extra mile in our prayer life, because what you control in the spirit will manifest in the physical, to go the extra mile to love the Lord, the God, our Lord, to go the extra mile in our professional career, to go the extra mile to borrow more vessels, so that we will have more oil, more blessing more prosperity to go on the extra mile to build capacity as a church to contain more souls to take over the community for the lord jesus christ in Jordan became great because he prepared his ways <laughs> that we will go to Estrella, to bend the midnight candle to pray midnight prayers to love the unlovable to commit to kingdom agenda we will prepare ourselves in the we will walk in humility, we will respect the oil, we will walk in honor. We will honor to whom honor is due. We will become appropriate vessels in the hands of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Remember the ten virgins. Five were foolish. Still holding somebody's hand. Five were wise. What made the five who were wise wise? Is it because, the Bible didn't show, didn't tell us that they, they, they were graduates and the others were SS dropouts. They were all virgins, the same qualification. But one group had extra oil. Not extra money, but extra oil. It talks about grace. It talks about anointed. It talks about having a heart before the law because he prepared his ways before, not just preparing your ways, not just be in preparation, not just preparing yourself to defend the right of lesbians and homosexuals, not just preparing yourself to promote alcohol and tobacco no, but preparing your ways, please put me where I'm talking By preparing your ways before the Lord. So your ways, your preparation must be tailored in bringing glory to the Lord. You want to pray? That God, as I prepare, let me not eat what I must not eat. Let me not drink what I must not drink. Let me not be where I must not be. Lift your voice and pray in two minutes. Then, Lord, let me not go away from Your will. That I will be positioned where Your will will find me. If Jotan could become mighty, it means you can become mighty. Daniel can become mighty. Sandra can become mighty. Eric can become mighty, Abigail can become mighty, John can become mighty, Mark can become mighty, Peter can become mighty, Nicodemus can become mighty, Nanaya can become mighty, Nanajuah can become mighty, Jemima can become mighty. Pray! Mala to Lebrata, lebra intala mama 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 when men are playing I will be praying when men are playing I will be studying when men are playing I will be paying the price for except the corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies it abideth alone but when it dies it brings forth much fruit it's talking about greatness receive the grace to prepare Receive the grace to prepare, receive the grace to prepare to manifest your greatness in Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering when they look at you and they say, I see you becoming great, a prophecy of greatness. It's an instruction for preparation. Did you understand that? A prophecy of greatness is a command and an instruction to you. To God is a prophecy, but to you it's an instruction. It goes from God as a prophecy, but you receive it as an instruction to prepare for what God is about to do for you. And I'm praying, That you will not waste this powerful seed of a sermon. But this seed will find a good ground in your heart. That three years from today. Two years from today. Five years from today. Ten years from today. Fifteen years from today. Twenty years from today. You will look back to today. And look at what you heard on the 8th of March. And say this was the turning point of my destiny. Somebody celebrate God for this massive message of God. And turn to somebody on your left and tell the person on your right that prepare for the greatness that God has put in you. And lift your right hand and say, I am preparing for my greatness. By the grace of God I shall become great. I shall become mighty to the glory of God. Celebrate God one more time.